Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hi, Malin. Hey there, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm feeling creatively rejuvenated. I signed up for a life drawing class here in New York City. Oh my goodness. Wow. So what does that entail? So you all gather, you know, at a little studio and someone comes and acts as a live model and you draw their body for a couple hours. Holy cow. Is how I understand it. I've never taken an art class before, but you remember that whole debacle with, oh, is my doodle going to make it through to, you know, a Seth MacFarlane animated show. And, you know, I haven't heard from him in a little while. And I thought, well, I don't want to let somebody else be in charge of whether I get to be creative. So taking this class. Oh, I love that. Taking it into your own hands. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a kind of tacky question? Oh, sure. Does the model wear clothes or are they? No, I'm not sure about that. I think, I think I chose the option that's the clothed model, but I've heard a lot of these are nude. And I don't know if it's up to the model's discretion or how that goes. So, you know, wish me luck. If it's, if it's a nude class, as you know, I'm not, I don't tend to be very comfortable with all of that. So no, no, you don't. No, mm-hmm. you don't. Well, that's really cool. And I think can lend a real realism to your art going forward. That's really exciting. I, I have you. to think Seth is going to call you back once he sees whatever you come up with in this class. Oh, thanks so much. And what about you? How are things on your end? Well, I'm actually feeling a little bit creative myself. I don't know if you remember last week, Mary, was encouraging me to take some risks with my fashion a little bit of more. Course. And so this week I've been wearing bandanas. And I tell you what, it's been so fun. Just a little pop of color that you wouldn't expect otherwise. Just two at a time. So you're wearing them like she was stitched together as a tube top sort of thing? or No, 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 no. No, um, okay. no just just this sort of I roll it up and I do it as a little headband. Or um, I even have been playing with putting it in a pocket, have it stick out like that. And yeah, it's just a little, little flash of color. And I want to encourage everybody, I guess, out there to take fashion risks if you're in a rut like I was. Oh, that's so fun. Gosh, I love that. Yeah. And please, if you do end up doing this, we never tire of receiving messages and photos from all of our fans. So if you do end up wearing a bandana, you're inspired by Malin, who was inspired by Mary, our wardrobe supervisor, you know, go ahead, send us a photo. We would love to see it or post it on Instagram and tag riding around pod. Yes, that would be amazing. I would love to see if I could have somehow inspired people in, in the fashion arena because it's it's not one in which I've you know spent a lot of time innovating, but uh, it would be pretty cool to see. Pretty cool. I love that we're feeling so creative. And today our guest is also a creative, kind of in a different arena. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to talk to her. We're talking about season two, episode 11 today. Mm-hmm. And joining us is a role you may not have heard of before, but it was the show's bus wrangler. We're joined today by the wonderful Sam Tahoe. Welcome, Sam. Hello, hello. I have to say, Malin, I'm loving the hoodie with the bandana coming out of it. Oh my God, with, thank you. What is that called? That pocket. I love it. It's coming out both sides like a... Yeah, the kangaroo pocket down there. Looks great. Hoodies are so standard, right? But now people might, they might see it on one side and then surprise it's on the other side as well. So yeah, yeah thank yeah, you for yeah. noticing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An updated bow tie. I'm into it. 
Oh my God. Wow. I wasn't even thinking of it like that. Wow. <laughs> Sam, and that is your brain right there. Just always looking right? for connections and, and bringing up just ideas that no one would have even thought of. I, I just, yeah. oh, I love talking to you. I'm so glad you're here. I just like the way things look. I am, I'm all about aesthetics, you know? Yeah, totally. That's so cool. And a lot of people would look at you and think, oh, you know, sort of rough around the edges, maybe car person, bus person, but you also have a real aesthetic eye. And I think it's, it's so cool that those things are married in you. The thing is that not a lot of people know is that the bus is actually three different buses. Um, right. And all mine. And listeners wouldn't know this yet because we it nope. has not come up. We've been talking about the bus as if it's been the same vehicle the whole time. Right, of course. And it hasn't been. You know, no. we're in season two, episode 11. Sam, do you remember which which of the buses we were using at this right. point in the show? Which of your babies? Yeah, this one was Birdie, okay. uh, the one that broke okay. down. So yeah, Birdie was the one with the problems, right? We got a listener question a couple weeks ago that was... Uh, is sort of throwing that in our face a little bit. And they pointed out something neither of us had noticed over the course of the show, which is that the bus breaks down eight times total over the seven seasons that the show airs. Whoa. And they were saying sort of what's going on with that? You guys seem to be over-relying on that as a plot point. And we said, hey, we're not writers, but every time it happened, it was funny. So It was funny every time. And I mean, I own 17 buses. They break down all the time. Cars break down. Buses break down. That's why you need people who know how to work them, who know how to work with them, work them, train them, get them to the place where you want them to be. Right. You were able to bring that realism to the show. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, hey, a bus is a bus. It's going to work forever. And you yeah. were able to, and you can talk to us about this hopefully later, you did a sort of presentation for the writer's room on the realities of buses and how they sometimes break. And yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that inspired some really, really cool stories. Well, I, I'm all for realism. And, you know, it's a sitcom. People right. don't expect it to be so right. real. But for me, it's real. It's right. that's I see that and I feel represented is like, yeah, here we go. Bus break down again, you know? <laughs> totally, totally. Well, let's back up for just a bit because I'm curious how you even got into this line of work, right? How does Sam come to own 17 buses? Totally. That's so many buses. <laughs> well, you know, it started uh, back in the 90s. Uh, my first gig was Spice World. Do you remember no. that? Bus? Oh my freaking word. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very cool. Uh, touring was, bus that they go on? Yeah. I was just a PA and they were like, hey, can you handle this bus? And, you know, I locked eyes with that bus and I was like, this is it. This is my life. I'm going to, wow. this is what I'm dedicating myself to. Wow. And the Union yeah. Jack of it all. I mean, that is that is a pretty spectacular that's bus. An so for that to bus. be your first one, I can't yep. even imagine. Wow. Oh, every morning you used to wake up, change the oil, make sure it was lubed up. Every day you were changing the oil of this thing. Well, I was making sure, you know, checking it, sticking the little stick in there and mm-hmm. shaking it about. Right. Wow. Looking at it. Wiping it, putting it back in. Wow. You've just gone step through step through changing the oil, something I've never done in my life. So kudos to you already. You know, I can change the oil in a a minute 30. I mean, that's got to be NASCAR pit stop speed. I mean, yeah. Right? (laughs) A minute 30. Incredible. Get in, get out. It's changed, you know? Now, I know you would often change the oil you know, on the buses on our show. And sometimes I remember directors kind of popping in to tell you, hey, the bus isn't moving. You know, Mm -hmm. it's stationary for these shots. You don't really need to do this. Can you talk to us about how that was part of your process? So 
I just think if we're going to lean on the realism of it, I need to make sure that the oil is fresh and good because Mm -hmm. you can just tell if the oil isn't right. Like I can tell from a mile away if I see a bus that doesn't have good oil, I'm like that bus needs an oil change. So for me, it was about keeping it real. I know like there were a lot of bus heads on Reddit who, who, (laughs) who would call me out. You had a group of people called bus heads who were dogging you about this stuff? Yeah, the bus heads. Being in Hollywood, just the public eye does not let you get away with anything now, does it? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, they would notice that like, okay, when when there's shots uh, in the cockpit of the bus, it looks like, <laughs> uh, you know, a T-49 bus. But <laughs> when they're yeah. like, yeah. you right, know, right. In, in, the, in the office area of the bus, it looks like a T-46. So that doesn't make much sense. Right. They're not matching the interior and the exterior. And I got to imagine that's really, really frustrating for people who know buses. But I hope you were able to explain to them sometimes we got to do a little bit of Hollywood. The T-49 office is just bigger than the T-46. We couldn't do it. Like at the end of the day, people are still working in this office uh, that's on a bus. In a way, it became our office. We were all just riding it to and from our various lives and jobs and activities. But come, I mean, I consider this a workplace comedy, right? Yeah, Yeah. totally. Found family, workplace, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of all the same ultimately, right? When you said office, I was thinking of just that section of the bus where the two rows are facing each other. Because that always Mm -hmm. felt like, hey, Mm -hmm. we're meeting. We're having a Mm -hmm. meeting here. Yeah, that's that's what we call the office okay in, in okay. bus lingo oh this is gosh. so cool getting yeah, this yeah, behind yeah. the scenes look i feel like kind of a dummy honestly for being on a show for seven seasons and only just now learning kind of the special terminology you all have totally yeah you know at the end of the day like who's the actual star of the show it's the bus hands yeah. down hands down it's about a bus so hands down yeah. the show is called riding around Riding around in what a bus so exactly thank you like they're just duties that the bus has that you guys wouldn't understand. That's so true. And I don't yeah. even think, I mean, we were often not on the bus when those exterior shots were being filmed. Mm-hmm. The bus making turns mm-hmm. or, you know, driving down the road in Bristol. And those were all me. Those. So that was where you really got to shine, where we hung up our hats was when yeah. you were putting yours on, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All the turns, all, all the turns were me. And we, you guys had a soundstage, but we did not, we would go to Bristol to shoot these. That is turns. so, fun. I mean, of course, in the same way that, you know, yeah. John Krasinski drove to Scranton to get real, you know, that sort of grainy footage you see at the beginning mm-hmm. of the office. You guys were really driving around Bristol, a town we rarely got the chance to see, honestly. I think mm-hmm. we only filmed a couple episodes on location. Yeah. So Sam, how did you guys get the buses or was it just one of them from LA to Bristol is that a cross-country trip that you took do you ship the buses mm-hmm. so it stays in good condition How oh, does absolutely that happen? all my buses get shipped from location okay. to location like those buses are <laughs> they're well taken care of you know yeah, we're not gonna yeah. you, we're not gonna give them miles they don't need they get right. taken of course have a really big uh truck that uh-huh. uh I attach it to so you put the buses on the back of another truck. So yeah. when you say shipped, you mean these are being sort of towed along mm-hmm, the highways mm-hmm. of the United States. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah uh, I call that bus the one that transports everyone, uh, Lucy. So Lucy is the one that gets all the miles. She's okay. a, she's a, she's uh-huh. the old one. She She's the first bus I ever, you know, really got and connected with in, in the continental U.S. was Lucy and 
So she does most of the pulling. Wow. Wow. That's a strong bus. Wow. Yeah. Well, obviously you worked on the Spice World bus. Have there been other international buses? Because, you know, a lot of people, and I'd love to hear your take on this, a lot of people would say that internationally there's a lot better public transportation, a lot better of a Mm. bus situation Mm -hmm. than what we've got here in the U.S. I mean, I went to New York City the other day and they have electric buses and They have a very good hydraulic system that goes up and down. It was so fancy. And I know that's not international, but compared to LA, these buses are... Sometimes New York can feel like another country in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that there's a new new, uh, setup of seats that I'm not a big fan of. There's some seats that are like, who fits here? You know? Mm. It's Mm -hmm. seats um, like along the wall of the bus. Oh yeah, the what the line of just one in a row. Yeah, but the the seats are super small because they have so tiny. I mean, even as a mom of two, I'm like, who fits there? You know, I'm a slender woman myself, but I if I have a bag of groceries, it's game over. Can't sit in one of those. It's game over. And you know, I bring my dogs everywhere I go, so Mm -hmm. I'm like on this. (laughs) I'm like on this bus uh, with my dogs, and I'm bumping into everyone, and it's it's too much. Uh, Yeah. So. How are the dogs, by the way? They must be up there in age at this point, but because I remember them running oh, around yeah, in, la- yeah. in later seasons when you got them as puppies. But you guys want to see Peridot? She is 16 years old. Oh my gosh. Oh, Hello. Yeah. There's that cutie. My she God. She is 16 years old. She's so tired. She doesn't want. She doesn't want anything to do with this. Oh. Say hi. She's Look, I get gorgeous. it. Just even still. Being on the bus wipes you out. Yeah. Well, you know, I bring my dogs everywhere. They. There's a bus for every dog I've ever had in my life. So Okay, now walk us through that. Okay, so seventeen buses. So seventeen dogs in your life. Yeah, since I was wow. very young, you know okay. we we had a bunch of dogs and uh yeah, that makes wow. sense. Gosh. No, it it makes absolute sense. Now I just want to stop us before we get too far ahead because I could talk about buses and dogs for eight hours. Absolutely. But we we do have an episode of television to recap today. So, Malin, would you go ahead and read that um, TV guide synopsis for us? The bus breaks down in the middle of Bristol's rush hour, causing a citywide commotion. Things between Lily and Tom are awkward after their almost kiss under the mistletoe. Wow, now, that so... mistletoe was hard to put in a bus. Where would we hang yeah, it? Yeah, right. So the last episode that we just watched before this was our first Christmas episode we ever did. And I am curious. Yeah, we should have had you for that one. Maybe how did you string up that mistletoe? Because there's not really like a I guess there's yeah, that's a, a smooth mirror. surface sometimes on right. the top of yeah, the bus, right? It's a smooth surface. And there's not really, you know, doors in the bus. So it was we tried a lot of options. And we landed with the one in the office in the middle of the office, we mm-hmm. taped it up there. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. The tape would get start drooping and then we'd have to retape it in between takes but you know hollywood magic that's so funny you just needed to hold for a few seconds in the actual final shot right right so. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and such a fun collaboration how often were you working with the art department or the props people to make oh, moments like that happen we were we were all together we were the art department i'm i'm a, like part of it we all we're just working off each other. Like, how do we how do we make our bus look a certain way? Okay. I mean, it was three buses, but, you know, the show went out, ran for like, what, seven seasons. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, that first bus wasn't the bus at the end of the of the run. Of we got nicer not. buses, you know. Right. So, right. Right. They kept the ugly seats throughout. But yeah, sorry, yeah. not ugly to you, probably the 
the proud proprietor of these buses. They're vintage, you know? They were a little bit different, right, from bus to bus. Obviously, we wanted to keep the interiors mostly a match, but you did little upgrades as we went. For example, in the office, I think those seats, correct me if I'm wrong, they got a little more comfy as we upgraded from bus to bus. Was that your doing and you're you're the genius behind that? Because my butt thanks you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mine too. Oh, well, at first, you know, it started off just wooden seats and they were not great and they didn't look good. Yeah. Vinyl on wood. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And as we went, I I had the idea. I was like, if I had a little cushion every season by the by season seven, it's it's going to feel like uh, the ones you put your hand in. Oh, memory foam. Memory foam. Yeah. So by the end, it was memory foam, you know, because I added layer by layer by layer. Seven layers. When you're making improvements like that, are you thinking of the actors on the show or are you thinking, well, this is my bus. I'm making an investment for my own future. A little bit of both. And I think having you guys in the buses so often, I would just see little things that could be better. You're never really done. You know, when you Mm. love something, you're never really finished. So so I was constantly adjusting the bus, constantly finding new new ways to improve it. So when you would leave the cockpit and you would go into the first little section of the bus, remember mm-hmm. you guys used to bump all the time. Mm-hmm. And then one day I shaved it down. Do you guys stop bumping <gasps> into that corner? No well, freaking hey. way. Yeah, yeah. I remember overnight it just being like so much easier to make those crosses past one another, but had no idea that you had manually gone in and shaved the inside of the bus down. Brilliant. It was, it took a, it took a few days, but I did it. Especially because you guys had that episode where the person driving wasn't talking to the person in the back. So you guys had to keep going back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The telephone yeah. episode. Yeah. That was a fun one. We'll uh, definitely talk about yeah. that one soon. I think Don't that's coming up that one. later in season two, right? Cal? Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. That's the one where Tom and, and Lily aren't speaking because they're on their sort of will they, won't they? And yeah. they keep sending messengers past one another. Yeah. But no, Sam, if you hadn't made those, you know, little aftermarket <laughs> updates to the bus, we would have been, <laughs> oh, just the bruises on our shins would have been out of control. Ugh. I mean, that show was the best ever. Like what other show would feature buses? Yeah. Would put buses at the center of mm-hmm. it. At the at the the core of the show is 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 a love for buses. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes they'd poke, you know, fun at it and stuff like that. Well, sure. But that's to be expected. This is a room of world-class comedy writers and there's nothing that's sacred to them. So Nothing. (laughs) But did those upset you at the time? Did you ever feel like insults to buses or insults to you? Was that ever? Because, you know, I'm a sensitive actor, so I think I would have been a little, I don't know, touchy around that stuff. You know, after, uh, after a few episodes, I had to tell myself, hey, Listen, it is what it is. This is a show. You're going to make fun of your babies. Mm. But you know what? They're your babies and they're mm-hmm. trained. They're, they're, they're actors too. These mm-hmm. buses are actors too and they just have to take it. That's how we're bringing home money. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's nothing personal. I'm sure you guys as actors have thought that too. Like, it really isn't anything personal. When people talk bad about your bus, it's more about them than you. I wish I could internalize that, Sam, but I got to tell you, over the years, I have never not taken a note incredibly personally, and it's made it hard. It definitely made it hard to be in this industry. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's something I'm working on, so hearing you say that that's how you and your bosses approach it is helpful, and next thing I book, I'm going to hope to take that attitude with me. Yeah, it's not personal. It's not personal. You don't have the talent, and it's not personal, you know? 
I got to get used to thinking that. Now, I doubt very much that anyone's ever given you that note, Malin. You don't have the talent? Excuse me, I have something to say about that. Well, let's just say uh, that's me taking the note behind the note. No one's ever said it outright, but I think I know what they mean. Oh. You know, I don't know much about acting, but I know about bus acting. And mm-hmm. it's it's a job at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a job. Now, have these you know, the three riding around buses, have they gone on to do other projects? Have we seen them in anything else? Because I, you know what, now that I'm talking to you, I think it's unfair that they don't get credited, right? Where's the IMDB page for Lucy, right? For Birdie, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, there are some tech, some, some technical Emmys that people don't talk about. Oh, but okay. We celebrate them, you know. We, yeah. we there's a bus Emmy, and I, I I won it a couple times. Not to brag. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, you know, since this show, uh, riding around, you know, we did some episodes of Veep. We did some episodes of Parks and Recreation. Get out of here! Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they've mostly been used for like political buses and political acting. That's so interesting. Is that a preference of yours or is that just the showrunners who happen to be coming to you are making shows about local politics or or federal politics in the case of Veep? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just get stuck in um, these roles that you're just trapped in. So typecast. Yeah. Typecast. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Is there a genre you'd like to break your buses through too? Yeah, I would love to do a circus bus, you know, but people don't think of buses when they think circus, but you know, we do more than tour. Yeah. I would like to do a circus bus. Right. So there's tour buses, there's city buses, and I don't even know, there's probably other ones I'm not even aware of. Right. Of the 17 you have, how, what's the breakdown like? Are they mostly tour buses like yours of the Spice World variety? Yeah. I know you didn't get to keep that one specifically, but (laughs) are they more like that or are they more like the city buses we had? Some are city buses, some are tour buses, and then I have buses that are completely empty on the inside, and depending on the gig, I put in seats, I put you in... custom fit them, oh my get gosh. out of here. Yeah, yeah. You got any school uh, buses, huh? Oh, of course. Oh, I, I didn't even think bus. about school buses. That's a classic. Wow. Yeah, those are really hard to to like recreate, so I have a couple school buses. Okay. The ones where you like push the two buttons... And then you bring down the, the window. The window. That way. Oh my gosh, you are bringing me oh, back. Yeah. Bringing me right yeah. back. Fully functioning. I'm remembering that time you hosted the watch party, Sam, and I wish I could remember what episode oh. we were there to watch. But I remember strolling up to your house and, and being like, oh, I think this is Sam's place. Because yeah, yeah, I think I know where I am. There were, I mean, at that point, I don't know if you had 17, maybe I would have counted maybe eight just kind of parked yeah. all along the street in front of your place. Mm-hmm. How, how do the neighbors like that? Oh, people in that neighborhood hated it. But since then, mm. we have moved to a vineyard uh, that oh, beautiful. doesn't really do any wine. We have people, we rent the vineyard out to other people, but mostly it's there to mm-hmm. store my buses. Um, and it's been great. We, we took down a lot of the vines. We put in uh, warehouses where... They get juiced up, they get their oil changed, they get shined, the wheels get changed in and out, you know, like they get taken care of like princesses there. Wow. On a vineyard. Gosh, that's so cool. So I guess bus wranglers do pretty all right. I think, you know, you're doing a real service coming on our podcast here because a lot of people who want to break into Hollywood might not even know that this job is an option. Right. We get residuals too. And this show is always playing. That's so true. Yeah. Riding around? 
it kills on TBS five. Mm-hmm. Gosh, <laughs> that's so funny. Now I don't want to make a mistake that I think I overheard one time on set, one of our fellow actors, and I'm not going to remember who someone asked you a question about an issue with the door on their trailer. <sighs> And it, oh. it didn't go great for them. I'm wondering, so is that a sore spot for you? Because people hear bus expert and they think, oh, well, she can look at my trailer. But it's two it's, different vehicles. It's two different vehicles. And especially trailers <laughs> for actors are not the same as, as buses. Like, right. let's be real. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a little difficult. I know uh, things got a little tense that day. But it's like when you work so hard as a bus wrangler and you work so hard to make your name in in busing uh in a creative field like mm-hmm. bus wrangling to attribute me to a simple renter of trailers is like come on <laughs> you know like i own my buses i don't run yeah. out these trailers to actors i i don't we don't really the actors work with us you know we don't work for the actors it's, right it's just a little absurd uh but you know i had words we talked and right they're going to respect bus wranglers from here on out. I I can assure you that. Absolutely. I remember you, I remember overhearing you saying this is a teachable moment and I respected your patience so much in that moment because, you know, we're all working long hours. We're all a little tired and cranky at times. Mm -hmm. And there was more than one time when someone asked me a stupid question and I told them it was stupid right to their face. Yeah. And you got it. Well, I don't know though, because you showed me it was possible to react in another way. Well, it's case by case. It's case by case. Sometimes you got to be like, hey, this is a stupid question. Like, right. I don't know what went wrong, but you shouldn't be asking questions like this. I think you need to start evaluating how you ask questions. And other times it's like, hey, what you said is just very offensive um, mm. to compare bus wranglers to trailer people. So right. it's you go talk to the PAs about that. I'm no longer a PA. I'm a bus wrangler. So right. Sam, I have a question for you, and I hope this isn't offensive. I hope you'll give me some grace if it is. Do you ever work on cars, or is that a big no-no? Are they totally different? Because, you know, in my mind, knowing absolutely nothing, they've got oil that can be changed, right? They've got wheels, doors, seats even. Yeah, I mean, I can if I, you know... If, yeah. if it needed to happen, I could. Ugh, okay, but fix wouldn't, up be your, a car. wouldn't be it's your wouldn't be your dream job. It's not my go-to. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's like <sighs> everything is much smaller. There's it's less true. of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love a big bus where I can right. just get lost in that engine. Totally. Um, what are you driving, by the way, just around LA, around town these days? Or are you, where are you living these days? I actually right. we didn't even you ask. Your vineyard. Yeah. <laughs> Where's <Hello>. the vineyard? <laughs> Uh, the vineyard is a little bit outside of LA, uh, in Topanga Valley. Uh huh. It's not too far out. It's it's kind of close. Uh, we got a a good amount of land where the buses can just you know roam free. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's that's so nice. They have more space to roam around, but you're still a local yeah, hire. It's you know like best of the, both worlds. You need to take the bus out for like you can't just leave the bus and not move it. Like of course, if it's a long distance, they're going to get carried there, but for the most part you have to keep, you know, it warm and and flowing. You right. don't want stuff to get backed up. So Right. You can't wake up the day of a shoot and find that a battery's dead, for example. That's oh, the end God. of your career. Oh no. Absolutely. So yeah, they get their daily exercise. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful beautiful uh, land. And yeah, when I I am in LA, I'm 
I'm usually riding a bus. I'm usually driving the bus. So Get <laughs> I would say here. a bus is my my daily vehicle. That's um, got to be murder on your gas budget. No, are they all diesel? They're all diesel. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, when the oil crisis was happening a few months ago, boy, it oh, was uh, rough. Yeah. But, you know, I have a really good Shell credit card. Okay. That's good. At least you have that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I have a really good Shell credit card that gives me a lot of cash back. So it works out. Right. Which you're then probably, are you putting that right back into gas then I assume? or <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. or getting my, some nice shoes, you know, sometimes I like to get my buses some nice shoes. Oh, see, I would have thought you meant for yourself. Right. Oh, okay. Oh no, for my buses. I take my buses come first, you know. <laughs> That's so sweet. You speak about them almost as if they're beloved pets of yours. And I think that's so nice, especially as a pet owner, that you have love in your heart for all the the things that you tend to. Yeah. You know, I can barely manage it for my daughters and my husband someday. I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not the best mother in the world. You know, I've sometimes I go weeks without moving certain buses because I get so wrapped up and like transporting and making sure and then I see that like my school bus has been left and there's you know leaves mm. in the windshield wipers like no I, you know, I've done that you know I've, oh. I've let wheels pile on the windshield wipers here and there but you know we're all we're all struggling to take care of our our kids yeah we're animals. all human and let's be honest we're gonna have favorites here and there. Not saying mm-hmm. it's a long-term favorite, but we we go through phases where we're going to be given preferential treatment to to maybe a city bus for a little bit. I yeah. think that's natural. Sometimes you have to focus on a certain bus more. It needs more attention. It's not because they're your favorite. It's because it needs more attention. Yes. Yes, right. totally. Yeah. Just like children. Kelly, do you find that? Do you, which daughter of yours are you, you know, more into right now? Oh, sure. Well, it changes with the day. But, you know, Lauren these days is more self-sufficient. She can pick her own outfits for school, you know, and she's just sort of getting into the groove of having friends and being a little more, you know, independent. Whereas Katie is so high need. And some days I just think, "Ah, I would love to be able to put on makeup without, you know, getting every two minutes somebody shouting about something. But, Mm -hmm. you know, again, it depends on the day and it depends on my mood and you know, so many factors go into this. And I'm sure it's the exact same thing with buses, honestly. So I have, I have a, a, a Volkswagen minibus, you know, the ones from the the seventies. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. The, oh, the, the Scooby-Doo wagon. The yeah. Scooby-Doo wagon. So uh-huh. I have one of those and yeah, it's, it's my oldest, my oldest bus. So, those are cool. Know, wow. You know, the engine overheats here and there. Like we need to get the the carburetor carburating and mm. <laughs> we got to make sure that the the wheels are you don't have to turning. do all those terms for us yeah i mean they're I know, just going to go right I'm over sorry. our heads i can see <laughs> the wheels turning you trying to break down these terms for people who don't know cars or buses we're we're not going to get it so <laughs> suffice to say you've got a lot of maintenance to do and <laughs> you know and yep. none of neither of us could do it but you must get to do some fun period work with with a bus like that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be in the next season of Minx, <gasps> uh, which is very fun. I love oh, that that's show. Yep. Fun. It might be a, it might be a little, <laughs> little cameo. It might be a little spoiler, but it's going to okay. be in the next season of Minx. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. very fun. They, they're going to do a flashback episode of Ghosts, and they're going to use it too. So it's getting some work. 
That wow. is incredible. Wow. Thanks for sharing that with our listeners. I think we'll yeah. all have to tune in to both of those shows. Oh, yeah. A lot of rabid TV fans in here, and, and mm-hmm. they'll be happy to get the scoop on that. Yeah, we're working on a bus IMDb right now. Yeah, it's about time, right? These buses yeah. need their due. And, right. And I will say now I think I'm going to be watching shows a tad differently. I'm going to be more of a bus spotter, and it, it'll be really nice if I also have a website where I can check and see, was that the same bus that I saw on Abbott yeah. Elementary, the same school bus as right. they used in this show, you know? Oh, Abbott Elementary has its own system. <laughs> Do you know the bus from Speed? I mean, when I'm thinking of buses that are iconic, Speed it ranks up among the top five, certainly. Do you, do you know that bus at all? Or is it just, I mean, is that like somebody asking me if I know Meryl Streep? It's like, no, we're both actors, but that doesn't mean we know one another. Yeah, I mean, the bus from Speed is very famous. I've right. never met them in person, but, oh, I would love to one day. I would love to. That's It's a big dream of mine, but, yeah. You know, I'm more of a TV bus lady right. Uh, right. versus movie bus. I would love to break into a movie bus. So if you guys ever do a movie and need a bus, please let me know. Yeah, oh, sure. I mean, with your lips to God, it's God's ears. We'd Is that the saying? You're... Your mouth to God's ears? Now, how does that yeah. one go? It's your lips to God's ears. Your lips to God's ears. We would love to be acting in films. I, I think Mal and I speak for both of us when oh, I say absolutely. that. absolutely. But then, you know, you got your Merrills, you know, coming and doing TV. And sometimes right. that makes it a little Hogging challenging. up all the yeah. roles. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason. I've noticed that a lot of British buses have been in movies lately, which is like, okay, <laughs> we right. have good American buses. And here, it's like, we know? can tell, like the driver's side has clearly been shifted to the other, like right. it's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's like, why didn't, why can't we just. Sometimes just they slip an up bus. and there'll yeah. be a little bit of a like, oh, you forgot to change that. Like we can see it. And Oh yeah. Sometimes they try to like just cover the double decker side of it, and it's right. like, okay, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Right. we can tell that's not a bus. <laughs> right, it's like give Sam a call, please. Yes. Right. Yeah, speaking of giving Sam a call, Sam, we've got to wrap up here, but we, it's been such a joy to have you talking with us today. Before we go, is there anything that you're working on these days that you would like to plug for our our loyal listeners? I'm actually doing buses for this show coming up uh, in December called the Gloquacious Hour. Oh, get out of here. Oh, now, where's that? It is at under St. Mark's. I believe it's on the 19th. It's a Monday. So that's in New York City then? Under St. Mark's in New York City. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be at there. At 9 p.m. You'll be there? Yes. Oh, please come. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a bus for this young comic named... She's not a comic. She's an actor. A multi-hyphenate, maybe. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is Glow. Glow Tavares. It's a fun show. <laughs> Well, I look forward to it. Is it one I could bring my, my daughters to if they're eight and 10? Or would you say it's a little dicey? Yeah, Peridot will be there. Oh, they love dogs. So sold. Well, Sam, thank you for doing the show. It's been a pleasure catching up. And thank uh, you. We're, I'm going to be looking out for your buses everywhere all the time now. Thank you guys for having me. This has been a, a, a lot. And thank you for, you know, having the 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 art of bus-sery, you know present like making sure that we we have a voice too it was our pleasure thank you sam thank you 
Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.